Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trend Zeit Special. All through the Zeit. Johnny Davis uh, gave us the Red Zeit District, which we had already used, unfortunately. Uh, so sorry, we cannot give you credit for that, but uh, we did we did pivot to the TLC. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Great. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways, close, uh, but close doesn't count. Um, Only in horses. Nice try, asshole. Uh, just kidding. We love you. We love you, JD, man. Hope that move to Tennessee is working out for you. I think that was you moving to Tennessee. Oh, uh, anyways, okay. uh, I'm Jack. You are Miles. I don't know. Oh, Ooh. yeah, I'm Miles. There That's we go. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Where's the spoon? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial is trending. Yeah. Uh, it continues to be like a bunch of legal analysis that is explaining to me why this motherfucker is going to get off and um me like it it just seems like it's starting from the wrong premise like everything starts from the idea that he had the right to be there with an assault rifle like yeah. he had the right to insert himself with an assault rifle and like intent to use it like the police let him walk by this courtroom is going to let him get away with murder. Like, meanwhile, a black child is not allowed to play with a gun in a fucking park yeah. without getting shot by a cop and that cop being deemed within their rights. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, man. Like just seeing him on that stand crying. Yeah. Brought, I think a lot of people were like, okay, this feels, this is getting real Zimmerman. Yeah. Um, just watching this and also watching the, <laughs> the judge, like, yeah go at it with the prosecution so many times and now i think the the defense is asking for to trying to have the judge declare a mistrial with prejudice uh so if that were to happen then the the trial could he could not be retried for these crimes they're asking him to basically dismiss the case yeah just 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 boot it on out and let this young man go on with his life um yeah it's I don't know. It's there's only so much of the watching, um, you know, people get away with killing undisturbed. Um, like you can only just watch that happen so many times, and it starts getting a little bit trying. Uh, I it's man, my energy's so low when I look at the like this case, Ahmad Arbery's trial. It's just a lot to like. <laughs> just thinking like man I don't, I don't know what the fuck justice really looks like in this place because clearly we're just still saying yo white vigilante armed vigilantes just do your thing y'all it. yeah this is your this is your town and you can do whatever the fuck you want you can be a minor and per se you're there to do medical aid assistance and all this other shit not trained for shit like right i don't know man it's just it's it's it very just seems like all the yeah and i I'm very frustrated with the Twitter narrative of like, well, actually, if you know the law, it's like, I, I know what I saw and I know how the law generally works for like people yeah. who aren't uh, made into like fucking white supremacist folk heroes. I know how that usually works. But yeah. This, all those technicalities, hmm, they seem to all be working out for him. Um, yeah. And we're all, instead of, you know, when a woman cries, it's they're unstable. But when a little boy uh, cries after fucking murdering people, we're like, oh, I see, he's just a little boy. Leave him alone. Because, yeah. you know, 
uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and the George Zimmerman thing, um, you know, I think he he's kind of been on a downward spiral like since he got away with murdering a child. The way I've always read that is that like he is sort of like a is that guy Bagel Boss or Bagel store guy yeah, whatever that boss guy, guy yeah. who like got famous for being a toxic monster and like immediately just like became that toxic monster like times two like the the george zimmerman thing like he seemed to like start trading on his celebrity is that it wasn't like the pressure of like being uh you know the hate got to him he seemed to feed off the hate it was just that he was a fucking folk hero for nazis and i think the same shit's gonna happen to kyle rittenhouse and um i don't know like i mean zimmerman loved it i mean he's still doing shit now like wearing his confederate flag shit and doing like fucking conventions where like they'll show you how to shoot people it's fucking yeah whatever man this is bad country how grim this fucking place is and yeah i yeah you know, all, all, all you see all the time is that, you know, if you're if you're aligned with justice, whether that's for racial equality or, you know, doing what's right for economic equity, man, you get in the fucking way. All bets are off. Doesn't matter. At that point, they they will justify the loss of your life yeah. every time. Um, and if, and every now and then you get these sort of sacrificial lambs that they'll just sort of be like, Hey, see, see, come on now. Don't that, that should keep your appetite for justice down a little bit. Right. But it's just so inconsistent and it's just fucking, man, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. Well, Paul Rudd's been named people's sexiest man, Miles. Oh, thank God for this podcast. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Tell me more about Paul Rudd and him. I don't know, man. The sexiest man? Really? Sure. Okay. Fuck it. Fine. Longevity? I think that's like the thing is that there there was the meme that like Paul Rudd looks like he hasn't aged a day since fucking Clueless. Um, Right. I mean, he looks great for his age. I also caught up with Chrissy Teigen and uh, outside of a restaurant, and she had a theory as to why we all find Paul Rudd sexy. Uh, it's because he's funny. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Heard so that. heard that. Paul Rudd's, know. you know, I don't know. I think who was it? I think it was on Jezebel or something. They're like local Dilf <laughs> area <laughs> Dilf get voted uh, hottest man in America. Yeah, um, that that seems about right for him. The thing that I always just think about is him and joe buck being classmates in college yeah and like they tried to i think there was like this joe buck pilot where joe buck was like trying to be funny um and, and his hair plugs almost kill him <laughs> co-starred paul rudd uh did he almost die because of his hair plugs i don't know you've brought that up before and i'm always like i gotta look this shit up and i never remember to um because i'm incapable of yes yo keeping a story about joe buck alive in my head. Joe Buck reveals how hair replacement, hair plug addiction nearly cost him his life. Wow. So he got a virus that fucked up his voice, but it wasn't that he got a virus. He said his loss of speech was a side effect of a hair transplant procedure. What? Yes, this this dude is like fucking Tobias Funke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Graph wow. versus host. 
That's a, that's wild. Is that yeah? Like, what does his hair look like now? Does it look good? It's just like I don't know. It's just weird. It's just little Joe Buck whiskers up there. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, God, I wonder if he always people go. You were you're really classmates with Paul Rudd. That dude, like, were you were you drinking like a different water on campus? Or <laughs> right. But, you know, good yeah. good for Paul Rudd. Yeah, I mean, it's about time that guy caught a break. Uh, yeah, is that? Yeah, he. I've seen some looks from him that look totally different. But yeah, all right, it, it does look like he. <laughs> seen some looks from that guy. <laughs> I'm seeing some looks from Joe Buck that uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, kind of feeling it. Pretty fucking good. Kind of into it. Uh, yeah, but uh, Joe Buck came in at number two on people's sexiest man list. Ah, so, fuck, so close. Know. Get so far. I do. I do feel like I could have seen this coming. The Paul Rudd sexiest man, just based on the fact that like Reddit memes like fuel the media industry now, mm-hmm. and that it's like, look at Paul Rudd, he looks great. Type memes were ne- were like a thing for the past five years, and so suddenly, uh, anyways, uh, not to say he's not sexy because uh, Dilf, you know, am I right? Trent Dilf, Dilfer. You know? Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley are trending because she is defending. I don't know. Like she, she's got that edge of like, uh, reminded me a little bit of like, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, Hillary Baldwin, like kind of coming out with the, with the hot, hot energy against the, um, journalist interviewing her husband, even though like, you know, it's not clear what, what you're mad about necessarily like you the thing that everyone's talking about your husband for doing he did uh, he fucked up yeah um and i don't know why she's i mean look this guy just straight up fucking lied lied you know? like, um, he, he couldn't even be a he was a coward anti-vaxxer right you know what i mean i bet other anti-vaxxers like damn i wish that dude was really out with it more right rather than being all fucking a shook anti-vaxxer he right. was a shook one and uh yeah now she's here to you know be like this is all being blown out of proportion i know a lot of the things she was responding to was this like erroneous image that was saying that aaron Rodgers was like out having coffee but that shit um, happens every day like they, yeah. i know so many people who have been misidentified in photos i've seen that happen constantly like that oh that's right at your murder at your murder trial right and yeah. you know it was a big uh, for, fortunately, I was uh, defended by Matlock, and so he did uh, not only get me off, but uh, also uh, identify the murderer uh, in the courtroom. who happened to be in the courtroom <laughs> at the time. Uh, it was kind of amazing, uh, but that like it just reeks of like, hey, look over here. This is the thing we should be mad at. They right. said this was Aaron Rodgers, but his feet size are all wrong. Right. Um, oh, which is textbook Hilaria, which is like, oh, you don't know her name. Yeah, you like, don't know her off. name. It's a mistrial. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, Your Honor. Uh, who are you Your talking Honor. to? And then that TMZ. same judge comes in from the fucking street. <laughs> Starts yelling uh, at the yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? I I was seeing some articles. I think it was like in Deadline where they were like Hollywood studios are getting nervous as vaccine mandates become more rigorous and concrete. Uh. 
around actors. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, there are a lot of Aaron Rodgers style actors who are just kind of coasting underneath the surface, mm-hmm. and like they're not getting the vaccine, but they're also not out here being like "fuck the vaccine." Um, and pretty soon, though, they're gonna have to, you know, shut down some productions, have the people leave the set of movies, you know, and that, and then shit happens. Like, people, <laughs> so. Hollywood uses this to find a new batch of performers to pay less than the established stars. They're like, fine, that would fine. be. Yeah. No, this is the new. Uh, this is the new Chris Pratt. <laughs> you think Pratt? I, I feel like Pratt would not be shocking. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I mean, honestly, I'm not shocked by anything out of yeah. anyone in Hollywood at That's this true. point. Like, even people who you'd be like, oh yeah, of course. You know, Kate Hudson got vaccinated. I, I would mean, be shocked that she did get vaccinated. Me too. Actually. I wonder. Um, what do you think? It's because it's it's a you know like we've already clearly seen like Ice Cube isn't fucking with it, right? I don't think his son is either. I think we can um, assume Shailene Woodley, yeah, not fucking with it. But yeesh. even though she's been immunized, oh she oh right she's been immunized. <laughs> yeah, but I I hope it you know that this kind of scrutiny does need to if you're gonna if we're going to actually be you know screaming about Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie. You, you also have to look to other people who have uh outsized role in influencing people. Um, and don't, yeah. you know, it's again, it's so easy, like you're saying, to just kind of just start, you know, marinate in the back and not mm-hmm. have the spotlight on you. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious to hear what these people would say in their defense. And who knows? And that's, you know, could maybe contribute to we suddenly be like, oh, guess what? The right does have a lot of good actors. They could start mm-hmm. making some movies. Mm-hmm. Like, do we think The Rock is? I bet he did. I bet he did it. He's too. Again, wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Right. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I would have been surprised if he did it, but I, I feel like he's too kind of savvy to not do it. Um, right. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about some more bullshit. And we're back. And Terry Crews uh, is. Uh, I liked how you put it on Twitter, Miles. He's LARPing as a... <laughs> as a poor person. Yeah, as a poor person. Yeah. Um, then some sick branded content. He clearly got a check to be in this video for Amazon uh, that I think premises, is on TikTok. Premises that he... What, why is he going to... So he's like, I'm just stopping by Amazon. They let me come like work at the store or something? Yeah, the fulfillment center, and he's right. like laughing at like he's like, "How do I make a box that you're timed on making a certain number per second?" Right? Can I? Sorry, can I slow you down? <laughs> it's for a bit. Does the arrow go up on the box? Where do I tape it? Right. The- Hi, the uh, other person. Uh, what? What? They give? They pay for college tuition? Yeah, they do. What should I major in? I have a. Yeah, I have a very expensive wristwatch on. That's the moment where it's like. Yeah, could you imagine though? Seriously, me needing help paying for college at this for point. For college, I mean, this watch is worth more than your fucking life. <laughs> um, but yeah, just going in. It reminded me a little like a slickly packaged version of this uh, Van Dam video. Um, have you seen that where he goes back to the fulfillment center that he worked at when he was just starting out and no. is just coked out of his head and walking around like jump kicking boxes out of people's hands and shit being like people ask me am i for real of course i'm for real and then like spin kicks a box out of some Ah! dude's hand it's fucking awesome 
Um, Holy shit. No, yeah. it didn't even have this because Terry Crews didn't even start there. He's just, they're just using their reputation washing with a dude with a shitty reputation. So uh, Amazon, you yeah, wasted fucking more money. Could have mm. just maybe whatever paid people more. And rather than trying to get Terry Crews to <laughs> co like coax people into to coming into a fulfillment center. Yeah. Um, but it's wild though. Like that when you see that ad though, and he's like, we're hiring everywhere. And yeah. it, when you see that, you're like, holy shit, man. Like, this is the world that they're creating, too, where they're, for some, for certain places, like, the one opportunity for employment. And, yeah. you know, you can just literally, it's not even like a focused regional ad. It's like, oh, motherfucker, we're everywhere. Right. Give up your life part-time for us. Okay. Amazon. Wink. Mm. And finally, uh, Astroworld is trending, continues to trend. You made a really good point before we started recording about how this seems to be like very like poignant and like a thing. It's like all people in Gen Z are talking about because it's Travis a, Scott like, is like a very specific artist to them. Yeah. And I think it's something too where you got a lot of people, you know, millennials and Gen Z alike, you know, gathered in a place and experiencing like just a horrific event and that and like you can just see like from all like there's so many people on tiktok who were there saying like this is what i saw like this is so awful and you know a lot of the thing you'd hear was just how they couldn't believe like they were trying to ask for help yeah and no one responded right and i think that's a very you know, I think people go through moments like that in their lives too, where you realize, oh shit, I'm sometimes we're just screaming into a void, yeah. hoping that someone will acknowledge our humanity and it, it didn't happen. And yeah, it's uh it and it's just such a fucking tragic event. There was another person who they just declared was was brain dead in the hospital. Um and you know, I we're seeing just like all kinds of and this is inspiring all kinds of stuff like whether like on there's like all kinds of subreddits popping up like there's one called like fuck travis scott and then like it just a bunch of people came in there and got so racist we're just like here's a good opportunity to get angry at this black person and people and like then people in the subreddit are like this is to like help understand this tragedy like right this isn't a lightning rod for you to get your like racist jokes off yeah um but yeah it's it's there's i mean as, the more we learn the more we're like god every like fucking everything was just going wrong yeah yeah I, i'm curious like when, when we take a look back how much of the stuff that puts the blame on the individual artists is just um you know a combination of inherent like racism in american culture and also just the fact that like it's more fun to blame the artist than a fucking a faceless live nation live nation who could Um, who has more money than fucking any like you know and i'm sure that'll be interesting when they start when the the talent venue promoter production company start pointing the finger at each other right Uh, Um, and seeing how that you know all goes about but like you know it's hard like a lot of people have been trying to figure out what is travis's role in this you see that there are people pleading for him to stop the show that he he has noticed or that like at some point you see that somebody came on stage to tell him something. Right. And he was kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right. But, you know, at this point, it's, it, it's just like seeing all kinds of weird shit from like the satanic bullshit to the 
people getting hit with drugs in the audience nonsense. Yeah, the needle spiking thing, which uh, I haven't seen like fully debunked anywhere, but I just know it's fake because it's an urban legend that just always pops up and it's never true that people are, you know, getting their uh their their crime of choice is to give other people their drugs surreptitiously and then like walk away never seems right. to be like an actual crime people are trying to get away with but a, a detail from the needle spiking story on the Houston Chronicle has like one of the i think the chief of police saying that his department noticed attendees quote going down during the concert at 9:30 and immediately notified concert organizers the event was called off 40 minutes later after discussions that included the fire department and officials with Energy Park, that uh, noticing attendees going down is in the context of him talking about people getting needle spiked. And right. we know that like the inadvertent fentanyl poisoning is something that the police have been obsessed with and like spreading around as a rumor and there's absolutely no evidence of it. I'm just wondering like how much their uh, propensity to like believe that somebody is always trying to poison them with fentanyl is like distracted them from what was actually going on. Right. Uh, rather than be like, Oh, maybe people are being compressed to death. In right. The crush. Like always happens in fucking crowds. If you're not absolutely careful and constantly guarding against it, maybe yeah, instead of a massive one. Yeah, for sure. Right. It's uh, I, yeah. I mean, they're so cop brained, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, there was a vice article where they were kind of talking to people like, you know, drug experts who are like, well, first of all, like you, you most, if anything, if you're getting hit with something with a needle, unless they're actually getting your veins out, you're most likely going to muscle that you're going to get, it's going to go into your muscle tissue and it spreads much slower than if it were intravenously. So there was like one thing they're saying. Also the Narcan thing, they're saying like, well, the guy, they had to hit him with Narcan and then he like was more, you know, uh, he, he kind of was like revived or whatever. And a lot of people say like, you can be not actually experiencing an opioid overdose and get hit with Narcan and feel on some level, a level of clarity. So yeah, it's, it, there is a lot of, you know, their habits of trying to explain what's happening going on because they say the same thing with like the guy who, you know, that dubious video where like the cop was like, Oh my God, I'm near fentanyl and I'm overdosing. They're like, yeah. that dude probably have a, had a panic attack and the Narcan may have just helped him out of the panic attack. It's not that it's only working for this specific purpose. Um, all that to say, I think all of this stuff completely takes the eye off of the prizes, which are the people who are making the decisions on how much money to spend to set up this thing and train people and have enough people staffed there because it's all going to boil down to that as well. I mean, yeah. obviously, there is going to be some level of you know what Travis Scott had known or not known or did or didn't do, but a lot of people who look at the planning of the show, they're like, this whole thing was set up for audience people. Like if the view was obstructed, the only option you had was to move forward closer to the stage. And there wasn't a lot of direction for, you know, the, for people to flow out of. So yeah. yikes. Yeah. I, I, I hope honestly, like for all the people who are, have lost their like young kids or their like, you know, siblings and things like that, partners, that's just the most fucked tragedy. Like people going somewhere that they wanted to be and have a good time, and it ends in the absolute worst way imaginable. Yeah. I also don't feel like the media is putting it as much in the context of other examples of like people of this happening. I feel like, yeah, which 
would be, I think, helpful for some of the younger people who are not like helpful in making it uh, any less painful, but just helpful in making sense of it and like properly contextualizing it. Yeah. Um, and knowing the risks that, yeah, there are, the ri that do yeah. present themselves in like large crowds. Uh, yeah. And I think a lot of it's interesting. I mean, I guess I don't know generationally if there is something where Americans have been like, oh, yeah, that thing. Because like Woodstock 99, like maybe three people died. Right. Right. Um, I don't know what the more recent thing is of this with like a crowd, you know, a crowd crush leading to the loss of life. But, you know, like there's ex plenty of examples like, you know, as a soccer fan, the Hillsborough disaster, uh, you know, where 96 people off their, lost their lives is like a thing that's always in a lot of footy fans heads is like a thing of like that was a terrible moment where things were completely ill-planned and people lost their lives and now it's like kind of in the back of everyone's head of like you're like hey this shit can happen and yeah maybe this, this is a moment where that will be kind of like in the culture where people will kind of be more aware of something like this too yeah not to say that it's on the on people in a crowd but just in general to have situational awareness yeah there's this New Yorker article that I read back in 2011 uh, about this that, but it was talking about a doorbuster Black Friday sale that people mm. just blamed on. Everybody's going crazy for like the Walmart deal, right. um, but they like kind of systematically go through and explain what we're talking about here, like the you know fluid dynamics of being part of a massive crowd that is like pushing yeah. in the same direction. But it just gets. You know, the the idea there is a cultural like need for Black Friday, like Americans are crazy for sales uh, content every year. And so it just got fed into that as opposed to a story about like the um, danger of like being part of a crowd, like how it can take on a life of its own and kill you poor poor crowd management too yeah yeah because like awful, it's easy awful. to just always be like i don't know man people are just so turned up for the sales yeah people exactly. are so turned up for travis scott yeah well it's like but yeah there's also an environment that's contributing to the loss of life too to um, ignore that part is just it does a disservice to the people that lost their lives and potentially other people that could be at risk down the road yeah all right well those are uh some of the horrible things that are trending uh, yeah. on this wednesday afternoon bleak one uh yeah but uh we are back tomorrow with the whole last episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy and we'll talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye